I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics from personal stories to hot button issues. We cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Guys, I am so excited for this episode. I have a quick little explanation to give up front. I was actually speaking with my dad this morning about how thrilled I am for everyone to hear it. And he was saying, can you just identify or clarify for me what a catfish is? And the way I can best explain it, catfish we believe and are using in this podcast is somebody who creates a fake profile or a personality. It could even be from a handwritten letter that claiming that they are someone, a complete person that they actually are not. So they might say they're 28 years old and a professional soccer player when they're actually somebody who is much older in age and has a foot infection, but lives on the other side of the country. So this idea that through this relationship, they are they are catfishing you, they are tricking you, they're victim because they claim to be somebody they are not, and then also create a romantic typically in this situation, a romantic or deeply emotional relationship with that victim, then in most cases, they ask them for money or they ask them to support them on their biggest dreams. And it becomes incredibly intertwined. And a lot of times the catfish, the you know perpetrator is very needy. And so their victim feels that they can solve all of their problems, be it financially, emotionally, and they create this dependency. So we're speaking with somebody who's actually a professional catfish. And it blows my mind because she was hired by a company to be a catfish as a catfish person, personality on a dating website. Guys, it is fascinating. It is incredibly murky and morally ambiguous. And there's sides where you might completely agree with us and sides where you think that's awful. How could somebody do that? It, And we're not here to say good or bad, right or wrong. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's just great. It is great. I want to hear what you have to say. Um, please um, give us a phone call. Let us know if you've ever been catfished or if you're a professional catfisher yourself. And you know, I love a phone call. Our phone number is three. <laughs> that's my cell phone number. Our phone number is 347-509-9414. I almost gave you my personal cell phone, but honestly, I do love a phone call, so maybe it's not a bad thing. You can email us on scamoppodcast at gmail.com. I'm getting so flustered from this bonkers episode. We're on Instagram at scamoppodcast, and I just cannot wait to hear what you think. Enjoy! I'm Caitlin. And I'm Stasha. And, and we, we love, love scams. 
guys. I'm so excited. We love scams. We love you. We are so lucky. ScamWow audience to have Stasha with us today. I am so excited. Kate, our producer, was literally like, hold on, Caitlin, before you jump out the window with joy. Just can we get some audio technical equipment? Because I'm so excited. I am so thrilled. Um, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're so thrilled. So we received an email and I think I read it in one of our mailbags. Maybe I didn't, that you were a professional catfish. Yeah. <laughs> and I am all ears. So excited. Well, it's um not as glamorous as it sounds. <laughs> uh, to uh, this crowd, this is a perfect for these scammies. We love it. So um, I guess I'll just start off how I got into it. So uh, I was on Reddit and mm-hmm. um, there was like a AMA Ask Me Anything post that um, made it to the front page and so it caught my attention. And yeah. it was um, this guy saying that, you know, he, he made money catfishing and wow. he was explaining how he did it. And he was really funny because guys would be they would respond to him and be like oh i would know if i was being catfish and he'd be he would respond like oh are you sure hun and like a smiley face <laughs> and all these like <laughs> kissing oh, yeah. and stuff <laughs> and, and the guys he knew like, their number oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um so i actually messaged him i private messaged him and mm-hmm. i was like hey you know like i could use some extra money and you know i like really curious about this whole thing yeah. so i we messaged back and forth for a while. I think he was in Sweden. And so he like, got me hooked up with the company and I, uh, you know, messaged them and they were, it was all foreign, which. Yes. I, we won't mention the company okay. to keep your privacy, but I looked them up the, the name that you said, and it is, it's based in like Sweden and all of the reviews, they had these YouTube reviews. It was only like four reviews and everyone was, English was not their native language and they were not from the US at all. It was all Europeans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I know a lot of stuff um, went through Great Britain, I think. Like Mm -hmm. that's where like my pay came from. Um, Wow. And you had to sign up like with you had to have either a PayPal account. That's so shady. As a job, right? like, we'd love to hire you. Do you have PayPal? <laughs> or Can we secure you like, under PayPal? Right. We had to give them, like, I don't know, your bank information and stuff. And I didn't feel comfortable Ooh. with that. So Great. I'm I so did, glad you didn't. Yeah, I did the PayPal route. And um, there's uh, some fees involved, but um, with, like, wow. the currency exchange. Uh, okay. Because it was coming from a you know, foreign country. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, I went through like interviews, interviews and in quote, because um, they were all through Skype, but Skype um, chat, <laughs> which I didn't oh. know that, that was a thing. So I never actually saw somebody face to face. That's so bizarre. And what yeah, year was this? Really weird. I think it was like 2017 or 2018. It was a few years. Ago. Okay. And did you have any other? Was this your only income at the time? No, no. I actually yeah. own a business. Um, oh, yeah. But it wasn't doing that great. It was a very niche market. Sure. I mean, you have every right to make more money. I just was wondering <laughs> if this is what you spent all day on or if this was more of a casual. Yeah. No, it was. You had to sign up for, I think, at least 12 hours a week. Okay. And so I would do at least that. But you know, certain times would be busier than others. So, but, you know, then a lot of people would want certain times. So you had to sign up for certain hours. It wasn't like you could just jump on and send a few messages and then jump off or whatever. It's like you had to dedicate at least an hour at a time. Okay. So you were the position you would have, you'd compete with other hours. You all you couldn't work the same time as other em- employees? Well, they'd have uh, like a certain amount for different slots. So if there was a lot of traffic during certain hours, they would allow, you know, more uh, people to sign up. Okay. But, and you you didn't know how many people were on each hour. It would just like, it would they really keep you in the dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would, um, so the slots, they would be like green if it was like, hey, we need a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then it would change colors. I think it was like, it would go to yellow or something and then mm-hmm. red, it would be, you know, you couldn't sign up. So okay. if it was like yellow, there's only like one or two slots left. Um, and then uh, there is, I think by the time I left, there was like 
four or five different platforms that you um, were supposed to sign into all at okay. once. So there was a lot of like going from tab to tab. Wow. <laughs> so it was what I read on like, is it you, you messaged them via a Skype chat program. Were you a chat bot? Was there anything over the um, phone? Was anything like visual or was it all just texting? Well, actually, is there a way for me to sh- share um, like screenshots of you? Sure. Because I, I like went through my emails and I gathered oh, thank you. you that I knew you guys would be. I'm oh, sorry. I don't know. If you, can you know, we love <laughs> we love all the work. We love all this stuff. So um, all of the platforms were English-speaking countries, but not the United States. So it started off with um, England, Australia, New Zealand. um, And then later on, uh, they started introducing Canada, which I kind of started feeling a little iffy about because um i'm I'm in alaska (laughs) (laughs) you wanted to be kind of far away from your people yeah like i don't want to like maybe run into somebody that (laughs) i get it even though they would have no idea because you know it wasn't my face or anything no you're like i need a multiple oceans (laughs) like i need land you know land a, a good few mountains in between to really make you feel comfortable exactly um so uh so you signed into all these platforms and then um some of them were like there was one that was text-based so when you were sending the message it was actually sending a text to their phone okay so they thought that they were texting with like a real person well they were texting with a real person but it wasn't like the person they thought it was (laughs) yeah but the ones that uh, I texted the most or chatted the most with were um, ones that looked more like Plenty of Fish or any of the, you know, the normal uh, dating websites that, that you see. Okay, so you, so one of the things you sent me up was like, so this person, you were pretending to be her for this website. So yeah, what's the name of that? The, it is making plans to meet. So this one was more more of a risque uh, platform. Sure. So most of the time they were like jumping right into like sexual stuff. Sure, sure. So yeah, so I would be the woman that's on the left. And then okay. on the right, you can't really see it, but see it says last 10 notes and it says no notes yet. That's where you put, um, if they say something like, oh, I have three sisters or, okay. um, you know, I love, you know, spaghetti is my favorite food or something like something that, you know, if they ask again, you'd want to be able to Remember. find that information quickly because you're trading off with other people. So, so right. So the other people that work for this company would also come on as this character to chat with. And so they could look yes. at your note screen. And so when this person says something about his granddaughter, you'd be like, I totally remember her name's Catherine. And exactly. it would be as if it was a real person. Yeah. So, so was this? Wow. I'm so <laughs> amazed by this. There's like a cheat sheet you have here with British slang and Australian yep. slang. Yeah, I had to use wow. a lot more use, <laughs> like yes. color. And yeah, I, now I'm like kind of That's forgetting amazing. it. But That's a, you. Maybe you should block it out. It's totally fine. You don't have to worry. There was a lot of, you know, slang that like I would just kind of use all the time. Okay. Or remember to say mom instead of mom or, you yeah. know, like just little things. That's amazing. Yeah, spelling. <laughs> so it was a multi what were some of the sites it was dating sites that you went on and then what other ones were there yeah i think it was mostly like the dating sites and then the texting but some of the dating sites were more like the one that was the busiest i guess was uh more of like mm, it wasn't like super raunchy or anything like they told yeah. it that one specifically you know wait until they bring up anything sexual, you know, and try to wait at least like 10 messages before Mm. bringing up anything like that. And then other ones were definitely just diving in right away. And they would have more risque pictures too of, you know, who we were. (laughs) And would they give you a collection of pictures as part of that portfolio of the person you're being? Sometimes, yeah. So on the text one, like they had, I don't know, usually about eight to 12 pictures that you could select and send. And it would say if it had already been sent or not. Oh, so smart. yeah. 
Wow. It was it was really interesting. <laughs> it is so interesting the amount of work and thought because a, I really feel like the average person or at least I thought a catfisher was an individual at a time like trying to get something from somebody else and what is happening here is you're telling me you got hired by a company by these dating sites to keep people on their site. Mm -hmm. So if they found this mystery woman that they're chatting with, whether it lasted or not, they felt that that was a valuable interaction on for their time with that app. So really the app themselves were paying to keep people hooked into the app. Well, and, and the thing is, is um, they had to pay like for a bucket of messages. So um, it's not like here where it's like a monthly thing. Who's paying for a bucket of messages? The, the customer? Yeah, the the mark or whatever. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the sure. rube. I don't know how to yeah. call it. The sad person who's going yeah. to be sad very soon when he realizes you are not <laughs> what you say you are. So for each message that they sent, it, it was costing them money. Um, and so oh. it was it, for us, we wanted to keep them on the line. Like if they would disappear every once in a while, you'd see them come back, their profile would come back up and you're supposed to send a message like, Hey, I miss you and blah, 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 you oh. know, <laughs> trying to get That's them to amazing. come back. So you, how long were some of these conversations you'd keep up? Could you tell years. how long this person has been? Ch- years. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Wow. And some of them, so like and this is how i kind of justified it to myself like the ones that stayed around for like months and months and years i felt like deep down they kind of knew but didn't Mm -hmm. want that they they didn't want to shine a light on you know the situation like they they wanted to stay in that fantasy Mm -hmm. and you know some of them they would be like hey so when are we going to meet and blah blah and you always had to come up with an excuse because obviously yeah. you know you weren't and you were um actually you get fired if you started making plans with somebody <gasps> wow are they monitoring yeah. your messages too yeah yeah, yeah. so they go through and make sure that like the messages are of good quality like they started lengthening the messages which i thought was kind of stupid because a normal person wouldn't always send at least 140 characters to every oh yeah like you know, as every response not um, at all sometimes it just it wasn't appropriate to send a message that long and i would like put a lot of spaces in there and, or put a lot of hearts or something mm-hmm. just because they they really started like cracking down on stuff like that. And that's one of the reasons why I ended up leaving. But yeah. um, the other thing was, uh, I noticed there was a couple of times that a, a woman's um, profile would come up and we were pretending to be the guy at that point. Oh. And I, you know, to me, I was like, I thought the, these profiles were, you know, to kind of keep the guys on the hook until they, they met somebody like, mm-hmm. um, until they like, found someone else on the person, site. like, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause right. there's a lot more guys than girls on these, on these sites, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. just how it is. Okay. But then I realized, no, they're just wanting money from everyone. <laughs> right. So it was, it was like, it changes also the moral, like, okay, these guys, well, cause I saw one of your things said like, you know, status relationship married, but not for long. And so like people also kind of like give up their, I guess, dirty secrets really fast because it's on, it's on their profile and it's an option you can click on or like, you know, wishes he was divorced or something. And so you also, I guess I would too, like you kind of get an idea of this person's character then I will tell you, if it was a woman and I was pretending to be a man, I'd be like, this woman is going to get real attached to me. Right. <laughs> like, women are different. Like, <laughs> But it didn't like it seemed like those um, profiles kind of disappeared pretty quick. So I don't know if right, in and out, just yeah. caught on like easier or if they were. Just, I would give like, them that credit. I would give them the credit that they caught on easier because I feel like as women, we are constantly watching our backs at all times for being scammed for being taken advantage of like literally that's like what you learn mostly from my family is like okay and don't get taken advantage of this way and this and like just the street smart my grandparents always taught me so i think there's a lot more or maybe it's also that women have been screwed by so many dicks. That, like <laughs> if somebody's saying something kind of vague you catch on to it where men are like of course you want to hear what I have to say. Right? <laughs> I'll tell you more of what I have to say. No offense to all the good men out there, but you know, you're big talkers and you like hearing what you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just 
I think also the, and I never saw in the ads or anything for these um, different platforms, but I have a feeling they were geared more towards men just from like how many men were on there. I thought it was so interesting too, when I was looking at the, um, so on the website, again, we're we're remaining anonymous because we were going to protect ourselves yeah. here. <laughs> On the website, it looks like it is a tech startup, like we work website. Like somebody would come <laughs> on there and be like, learn platform coding. And the first picture is like a young, handsome man. <laughs> and then when it shows the three or like four reviews, it's all women. And the last women are like, hey, it's a really great website. I hope to talk to you sometime. Let me know if you want a referral. And I was like, is she like hooking up with the camera? And now I realize she loves her job because she is good at that. She was great at that. She was like winking at her own YouTube review tutorial. And I was like, she is got it. Like it it really is serving her well. And she's clearly thriving. Oh, I'm sure they hired those people too. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's so neat because it's not at all what you are describing. So when you signed on, did you know that you'd be primarily with dating websites or did you yeah. think it was, you knew right away? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I knew what I was getting into. Okay. Because so when they say catfishing, sometimes I think like catfishing could be not romantic, like catfishing for money or catfishing for information or catfishing for like, even like social security numbers, like as terrible right. as it could be. But this was clearly like a romantic based and continue to be romantic relationships. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like necessarily, I mean, yeah, the, the guys were looking for, you know, like companionship in one form or another. But yeah. like I said before, I, I think some of them were we're just fine talking. Like uh, they just, they wanted somebody to talk to. And and sometimes I kind of had a feeling that they knew that, mm-hmm. you know, necessarily wasn't the same. Cause sometimes it'd be like, Oh, I liked the person I was talking to better last night than today or something, you know? And it's well, like, I love that honesty. Oh. <laughs> that's so funny. You're like, that's a burn, like, but you're in, you're like in the club. Different people, you know? Yeah. You're like, because we are, <laughs> or they'd be like, how, how is it that you're always on when when I log on and and be like oh it's a happy coincidence I guess we have the same schedule or something like that you know because like yeah sometimes I'm like yeah when does this person sleep you know because it's maybe they it's don't like twenty four seven up it just yeah <laughs> yeah I think there's also a thing of if you are a lonely person or just living alone, being single, there is the comfort of always having a text message come in. Yeah. Like there is like my husband makes this joke all the time. I think it was cable guy or something when he looks in someone's mailbox and goes, oh, nobody loves you. <laughs> and so I don't know. I um, But he he always made that joke if we never got mail. And I think that people do equate that with like not any text messages or not getting yeah. any emails or any alerts. Like there's no one wanting to contact you and get in touch with you so that it is a complete self-esteem and it might be like how you have a subscription service to title or something you know you always know you have your music there you'll always know you have your girls on your app there like so you keep that subscription or those buckets of messages yeah yeah i mean especially like that's the only thing i could think of for the ones that go on for years yeah no and then like there's guys who would never even ask to meet Yes. Yeah. They were just happy with, you know, what was what they were getting from, you know, that dating site. I think there's something to say, too. Yeah. Like there's maybe they are cheating or maybe they are like involved with another relationship. And so it is it behooves them not to meet up and not to make it like a serious, solid thing with another person. Mm -hmm. So they could also be more comfortable and it it could be exactly what they want and need. And and it's also I'm I'm getting the feeling that you don't have anybody say like, oh, I'm spending all these monies on my buckets of messages. Like it seemed like the people you talked to or you got the feeling were into this, liking the interaction, whether they meet For the most part. mm -hmm. But there were some that got scary how do you mean like they would they would start like um just getting very angry you could tell that they were like super Mm -hmm. getting super aggressive you know maybe kind of like worry about whoever the the mask was oh yeah what if they went to that person just like they found that person somehow you know because um some guys they they don't like you know, being no around or whatever. Yeah, they did have. I don't know if you saw in on one of the screenshots. There was um, a mm. panic room, 
and a panic uh, room. Yeah. So there's a button and it's a panic or something like that. And so you could click on it and that would take you to like a moderator right away. And you could be like, Hey, this guy is scaring me or so a panic room of you, the employee, not for them, for you. Yeah. Okay. It was for us so that um, wow. we could basically kind of report the person okay. and so the moderators would look at it and be like, okay, yeah, we need to, you know, get this guy off of the platform. You know, like they didn't want their employees to be abused or, you know, feel scared. Or um, there was one guy that (laughs) he started talking about some sexual stuff that even today, sometimes I think about it and shudder. Really? I'm so sorry. Oh, that's terrible. It was horrible horrible and all i could think of was i need an adult i need an adult yeah you want someone to step in on this i needed i needed somebody to be be like okay i'm taking this away from you because it was not not necessarily like really scary but it was just something that psychological never would even come into my mind to think of and yeah so really weird Right. So this isn't sort of like the fun, flirty conversation. This is taking it to a new level. And it's it also seems like it's suddenly on their terms, which I'm sure everybody wants a message, you know, when they're messaging something to be on their terms. But when they take it in this creepy way now for that, could you report them? Did you go into the panic room for that? Um, Well, on that platform at that time, they didn't have like a panic button. So Oh God, I think I kept logging out and logging back in, hoping to get a different message. So I wouldn't like have to respond to that because normally it'll stay there until you actually respond. Um, So I logged out and sent a message to like my boss or my supervisor basically. And with a screenshot saying like, Hey, this is not okay. I don't want to respond to this. Yeah. And they eventually like took care of it and I didn't have to see him. And I think they did end up um, adding like a panic room button um, eventually to that platform. But yeah, like, and what you said about like um, things being on your own terms, uh, that's that's one thing that I really really enjoyed was um, that sense of power that I got. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I just felt like I was in control, and you know, if somebody started being a jerk to me, I just <laughs> I'd I'd be right back. You know, I'd give them yeah. just as good as what they were giving me. And I know a lot of guys aren't used to that, but I had that mm-hmm. layer of security that you know, like. They think that they know who they're talking to, but they really don't, you know, and I'm miles and miles away. So it did feel like powerful sometimes. Right. And did it feel safe knowing that they were, they thought you looked completely different and they thought you lived in a completely different place? Like you were never afraid that they in any way were able to know who you really were. So that felt like a safety net. If you were maybe because I've had places where I'm like, well, I would tell that person. And it's like, well, no, I wouldn't. That person scared me to death. I would just run away quickly. But in that case scenario, you do sort of have the bravado you couldn't have usually. Yeah, exactly. If you were face to face. I've I've been on dating websites before. And even there, I still feel kind of like the, the women, if, if you take it, you have the power on there, you know, like it's, it's for you to, to give away if you want, or to, you know, to hold on to, because Mm -hmm. there's so many more guys than girls. Like there's like just the percentages are crazy with, you know, like how many guys, so you're, you know, you're like a queen. (laughs) Yes. I love that. All of, well, all women are, you know, who you want to talk to or, you know, somebody starts being a jerk, you can just block them, which is nice. And I love it. So it was kind of like that feeling, but to a different degree doing this. It's so interesting. So I'm looking at some of this profile stuff and it was so interesting. Like, uh, hates Vegemite. That's parentheses secret. Like no one can know that. Or, you know, (laughs) chats without sex, but you can write erotic messages. Like the notes are so interesting. No (laughs) anal. Like just, it's like, it's amazing. And it's kind of like when you meet anybody, you're like, can I just have the footnotes? Okay. (laughs) Like, Just tell me anal or no. Um, I think it's so fun. You get to make up that stuff too. Right. And then as your own profile, right. That was so fun. Like, you know, just coming up with these different personas and 
um, yeah, just being really creative with it was, was really interesting. Was there something that you loved or created and you were like, oh, if only I had the balls to do that myself, like if I could have been like that in real life? Oh, I don't know. I think a lot of times I would just kind of take little bits from, from my life or mm-hmm. my personality and put it in there and then like with a twist. So, mm-hmm. you know, like if I was British, I would, you know, just like, I felt like I would even type with like an accent, like, ha oh, ha Yeah. <laughs> well, cause you're, you're playing the part. It's like yeah. a fun new improv scene at all times. <laughs> yeah. Every message was like, yeah. you know, a different personality. But after a while, like. You would crush like, it at the groundlings. I'm just right? like. <laughs> <laughs> So, um. So like when you had a shift, you know, an hour, two hour, whatnot, um, okay. you would send a message. And then when that person responded, if you were still in shift, it would come back to you. So usually you're chatting with, I don't know, maybe like a dozen different people. Oh, at the but, same time. Yeah. But then it would, wow. they would be coming back to you. So you didn't have to like read the notes for every message. After a couple of times, once you saw the picture, you, uh, you kind of knew like at least for me like i i would be able to remember certain things about that for that session so wow and how long were the sessions that you'd sign up for it was at least an hour at a time um i think my longest was maybe two hours like i didn't want to do more than two hours like it was okay it was pretty fast paced and you were only paid like 10 cents a message so in order to make it like economical like you Mm -hmm. you wanted to send quite a few messages like even in a minute you know wow how much would you make in a session i didn't uh boil it down to sessions um oh okay or however you manage it uh for a month uh, because you're you're paid monthly um okay it was usually between four and six hundred dollars and i wasn't doing it like that was doing maybe about 14 hours a week Mm mm-hmm you know, it's like a, a part-time job, but, um, right. Yeah. So for some people it wouldn't, it probably wouldn't be worth it. But for me, like right. being able to do it like at any hour and just being at home, you know, typing away mm-hmm. in the computer, like it was, it was a nice little extra chunk of change every month. So yeah, it also sounds like <laughs> it was kind of exciting in its own way and an yeah. adventure in a different way, because you're like, I don't know, like you don't know where the night will take you and you don't yeah. know who you're going to meet and everything. And so when, um, how long did you work for them? Uh, it was, it wasn't too long. I would would say maybe six months. Okay. Like I said, like one of the reasons why I left was because they were, they were being stricter with, with stuff. Um, like, (laughs) so one of the things I did, you get asked the same questions all the time, you know, especially for people who just joined um, the platform. So I had a whole list of answers um, to those mm-hmm. questions. So I would just copy and paste. I get uh, those 10 cents out fast. Right, exactly. Like that first dollar. And so they started cracking down on that. Um, so mm-hmm. I would go and change like uh, one or like a word or I, and I don't know if this was true or not, but they would send out emails um, saying, you know, Hey, you can't be doing this. Hey, we we actually just fired some people for doing this and and mm. whatnot. So I was like, okay, but I didn't see what the problem was. You know, as long as you were tailoring it to that person, right? And you right. weren't sending like the same message to the same person over and over again, like I don't know. Well, it, it seemed like you understood the strategy. Maybe some people weren't as good at tailoring it, and they were just like, "Yeah, man, I love Cheetos over and over again." And they're like, "You're a bot." <laughs> Yeah. And then the, this guy's uh, a dud. Yeah, and then I also start, uh, started dating my current boyfriend. So, oh yeah, um, you know my my time was was taken up by other activities by people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're dating your boyfriend, did you feel like weird or nervous when you were being the other people online because they were so sexually explicit? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was completely upfront with him. Yeah. Um, with with most people awesome. about it. Yeah. Like, I think I even told my family. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Just because I, I thought it was kind of you know funny, but it does. I like we were talking before. It does serve a purpose. I think for people who are it lonely. Seems like people got something out of it. it. Yeah. And some of the guys that I talked to were like, yeah, there's been times where I've actually talked to a bot fully knowing it was just a, a computer program talking back to me. But, 
you know, I was so lonely. At the well, there's time. loneliness, right? Loneliness <laughs> does it all. I mean, people also play video games or phone games. You know, it's not a real person, but you're playing yeah. against that phone game. So it's very similar in that sense. So like you pay more gold coins to go up a level and you know that you're not actually in a magical kingdom eating marshmallow berries, but you <laughs> you know this is a game. And so yeah. you pay money because you're enjoying the game. Exactly. The guys I felt sorry for were the ones that um, would keep asking to meet up and seemed you know, really genuine about mm-hmm. like liking this person and thinking that they were a real person, um, yeah. you know, for months at a time. And I just, sometimes I just wanted to tell them, dude, <laughs> like yeah. just, you're, you're a great guy. Go out there in the world. Stop, you know, wasting your yeah. time and money on this, this website. Like, um, but of course <laughs> we'd get fired if we did something like that. Right. <laughs> so what were some of the other things where you were like, I don't, it feels fishy. I don't want to do this anymore. Any other like red flags? You're like, okay, it's time to go. The creepy guys. Yeah. You know, even though I knew that there was no way that they could ever figure out who I was or whatnot, it still kind of got to me knowing it's that. It's still your job. You still have to like, like sign in. There. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, there's multiple guys out there that, mm-hmm. you know, just you want to get on and, and treat a woman like. Yeah. They're, um, you know, a servant that, you know, should be worshiping them, you know, from the get go, um, that mm-hmm. they can treat badly and yell at or whatnot. Yeah. And think that that's okay. And, you know, they were the majority of the guys that you're talking to. But after doing it for a while, like you, you do see that come up many times. I guess maybe they, you call them like neck beards or incels mm-hmm. or whatnot. But, um, yeah, it it just kind of wore on me after a of while. Of course, <laughs> of course, because it's no longer this sort of fun, like cat and mouse, magical sort of uh, secretive, subver- subversive, you know, like all these other fun things. It becomes someone who you're like, oh, you thrive in an abusive relationship. You enjoy doing this. And this isn't if if you were at a job and your boss was screaming at you every day, you'd be like, I don't want to be around this. And yeah. I've definitely had that when then suddenly it occurs so much that your anxiety starts to peak before you even get to work, you know? And exactly. so yeah. that starts clouding anything that was a positive about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing that really bugged me is when um, the other, you know, the other catfish where they wouldn't take it as seriously um, mm-hmm. and they would do things that, that weren't allowed. Um, so there was only a few rules as far as like what you couldn't talk about. Okay. One of them was you weren't ever allowed to say I love you. So, oh. um, you know, they they could say it to you, obviously, but you had to come up with some excuse as to why mm. you couldn't say it to them. And then uh you couldn't plan to meet. Um, okay. so making any sort of plans, like real, real plans to meet. Things like, oh, you know, we should go to Barbados one day or something like that was fine. But saying, hey, I'm going to meet you at this train station or something and getting their hopes up like that is, is not cool. Or sometimes I saw that they would buy buy plane tickets routing through, you know, certain cities so they could see this person and then they don't show up. You know, it's like, come on guys, what are we doing here? (laughs) So, so some people who were the catfishers were like very, aggressive and hurtful in their own way. Yeah, they didn't and sort they of didn't thrived care. in that situation in an abusive way too. Yeah. And I think they were just like going with the flow but not remembering that like these are real people that you know, you can affect their lives mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in real ways. So, yeah. um yeah, so that that would be I don't know, really frustrating to try to fix sometimes. Right. And so you have this person that's, you know, now mad at you. and Right. So, right. Because you get on the notes and you realize the person before you did the wrong thing when said he'd see you in Moscow. And you're like, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and now I have to change this. Yeah. Exactly. I see. I see. And you could report your fellow, like, all it was is you had like a number. And I think you saw that on the screenshots. It would be like, mm-hmm. you know, a few letters and then a few numbers or something like that was, that was your user code. Okay. So you couldn't even tell who the other catfish were 
you know, mm-hmm. like you could be walking by one of them on the street and you would have no idea who your fellow co-workers were. <laughs> Great. So, um, but you could report them and be like, hey, this user said this at this time. And you just take screenshots and send it to your supervisor and, you know, they they would do whatever with it. But yeah, so that, that wow. got to be frustrating, you know. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. During the app, was there ever an exchange of money with you as a chat person? Where was there ever money talked between you and them when you were when you were catfishing? Um, no, not like I would never ask you know for money. Like right. that, we definitely weren't allowed to to go right. there. It's really the most common thing with catfishers, though, is that you find out they ask for money and they're sending money, but this is yeah. And I think that's maybe different. one of the reasons why some of the guys stayed for as long as they did was because like we weren't asking them for for something, you know, like mm. we weren't trying to get anything out of them except for to keep them on the line, basically. Okay. And then what um how much was like a bucket of messages or whatever their packages were? Do you remember? I don't know if I ever found out. Um, right, so they keep you in the dark too. So yeah. even if I did know, like it, it probably wouldn't have meant very much to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about actually going and looking at some of these sites, but yeah. it, I, I guess I kind of didn't want to ruin the fancy on my end. Either. Right, <laughs> and get back involved. No, you got you got your clean break. Um, that's great. No, get out whenever you want to, as soon as you can. What was one of the things that you would say to keep someone on the line? Um. Just, you know, like if they had been gone for a while, you know, I would just say how much I miss them. And I, I wanted to hear more about, you know, like if they had kids or, you know, a sick aunt or whatever was in the notes, you know, I would try, try to yeah. kind of like pull up their heartstrings, I guess. a little. Mm-hmm. Just something that, you know, I think I, I would want to respond to. Some people got kind of aggressive on that end too. Like sure. they, you know... I'm going to leave if you don't come back or, you know, stuff like that. The catfishers would? Yeah. Yeah. Uh And I didn't think that that, I I never saw that really work, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or I'd just be like, hey, I just wanted to know that you're okay, you know, or stuff like that. And sometimes it would work and sometimes it wouldn't. Uh, I think some people, they would just realize, oh, oh, there was one time. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So. There was this one guy, he, they had been talking for a couple months and he wrote a message saying that, um, he showed, you know, my, you know, quote unquote pictures to his buddy and his buddy was like, Oh, what a coincidence. I'm talking to this person too. (gasps) And was the same exact pictures and stuff 
But of course, it's different information. Was it a different website? No, it was the same website. Wow. <laughs> and so I was, I kind of freaked a little bit when that happened. Of course. Like, what do I say? And so you cracked the, way, the code. The way that I started, I tried to get out of it was, oh my God, I can't believe somebody else is using my pictures. I'd be like, I have personality, multiple personality disorder. I'm crazy and sexy. Marry me. (laughs) I probably would have doubled down even harder. Like, oh, really? Your friend says that? Let's meet up and have sex tonight. You get fired. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I was able to keep on for a few more. But, you know, like they're obviously they're going to figure it out. But yeah, that was just like, Holy crap. <laughs> Having to think on your feet. <laughs> yeah. Were you ever like proud when someone figured it out where you're like, good for you, man. <laughs> go go find somebody real. <laughs> Actually, one guy did. And and that was uh after they told us if they asked flat out, hey, you know, is this a scam or you know, are you really the person in the pictures? Or, you know, some like there was specific wording that they said, if they ask this, you can say, Yeah, you're right. You know, oh, like because it was, I guess it was in the fine, fine print when they were <laughs> signing up. Wow. <laughs> At least on one of them. And so one of the guys, um, I was actually chatting with him as a few different people. At the same wow. time. So he was chatting with multiple. And that was another thing that I found kind of funny. Like guys would uh, be professing their love for this person. And then you'd find the same exact messages as a different profile that this oh, yeah. guy is sending. <laughs> so they get that bird's eye view of that. It's like being bad. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'd mess with them and just kind of like take something that they said on one and ask them about that on the next profile. <laughs> Would they freak out? I Well, I don't know. I think I like to think internally they did a little bit. <laughs> but also, I'm sure they can't keep track of anything. They're like, I don't know. I'm texting Probably. all these broads <laughs> while I watch my football game and I'm chill. I know there it there has to be with all of that too, such a rush of ego for all of them to be getting this attention yeah. from this person. I mean, these photos too are like very suggestive and very like uh, skimpy, well-endowed women well, with tight-fitting clothes. So mm-hmm. The the one that was more like, um, like uh, I guess Plenty of Fish is the one of the only ones that I remember actually using where it's not like overtly sexual. Like sometimes there's just mm-hmm. a picture of like a woman's like face and hair and then like ocean in the background. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't like the, the ones that are like more geared towards like sexual conversations. Yeah. You know, I you see the buxom blonde. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> like gigantic movies. And, and also there is that, human hubris where you're like I don't want to believe that I can't get a person like that or that somebody like that wouldn't want to talk to me I mean that is very oh (laughs) (laughs) completely and it's really heartbreaking you're like no I thought I had the hottie with the body and (laughs) turns out it was a bot with a twat I don't know (laughs) I couldn't rhyme with that (laughs) 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 but (laughs) no it's terrible Uh, but yeah I think it's so it's so fascinating. Now, were these sites European sites or American and Canadian and sites like that for um, dating? I think one of them was uh, out of uh, England or Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And then I know that some of them were Australian. And I think the Australian one went over to New Zealand. I can't remember. So these weren't like our match.coms and like the very basic. Yeah. They were? It was like that. Not, not, it wasn't like named that. It wasn't match.com. Okay. But it was very similar to those. Wow. Um, but I've actually met people through match.com and plenty of fish. And, you know, like, so I know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know that there are bots on those, or I, I yeah. think that they have people like, like me. Engagement. Yeah. But I also think that once a person is actually talking to a real, person they kind of back off it seems like that you're right i mean that of course and i'm sure like if you're starting to get a genuine conversation like you've had you have actually met people there you are being honest you can start to tell well i like this person more we're connecting more we're rapid firing they're they're exposing more of themselves to me and we're talking about funny things in our favorite movies that feel more human right you know then 
obviously you would prefer that contact, but um, is there something that you would say to a person going on a dating site? Like I want family members of mine to go on websites. I want like I want people to meet, you know, their loved ones. I want our listeners to be able to go on websites and feel comfortable. Is there something that you would say to look out for that are like clearly bots or impersonations or something like that? Um, well, I mean, first of all, like definitely go with your gut. Mm-hmm. You know, if it seems too good to be true, you know, like come on. nobody likes anybody that much. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing was is like when after I started doing this, I was still on some of the dating websites until, mm-hmm. you know, I met Pete. And so I would ask people questions like only locals would know, you know, if they were okay. supposed to be from the same area that I'm at, you know, I'd be like, Oh, what, um, what neighborhood do you live in? You know, in okay. you know, something that would be more difficult to Google right, and to Google quickly, probably like for me, I'm sure I was using the wrong spellings for a lot of the words because, yeah, we use a lot of the same words, but, uh, you know, especially in England, they throw U's in all over the place. (laughs) 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 The slang's totally different. It it is. Yeah. So, you know, if they're, if they're supposed to have been, you know, born and bred in the same area as you, yet they're, you know, using funny words or talking strangely, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. that might be <laughs> might mm-hmm. be a sign that they're not actually who they say they are. Wow. Or even just like being able to go to a phone call or going to tag. You did no phone calls, like nothing voice. We had to stay on the, the platform. Um, so yeah, there was, there was never, you know. Only text-based. Uh, exchanging phone numbers, although they would give us their phone number a lot. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Come on, guys. But yeah, so somebody is like not wanting to talk on the phone or, you know, to meet up within, I don't know, I would say even just like a a couple weeks. I mean, I get that. If you're, if you're getting along and I understand that sometimes schedules don't mesh or whatever. And especially when you're lying about them, (laughs) they're real hard to come Of course, the (laughs) pandemic, I'm sure. I mean, Catfish must have been having a field day with, you know, COVID because that is the excuse. Like, no, I'm sorry. I just tested positive. I can't see you for two weeks. And it, oh, yeah, my grandma just tested. Yeah, I've tested positive forever. It, you, there's so many excuses. You Every COVID with. person I see, I lick. So I'm stuck at home forever. Right. <laughs> my one fetish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, if they're, if they're like, hey, let's not meet. I mean, guys especially are going to want to meet. Mm-hmm. pretty much right away you know like women too they want to be like are you a creeper yeah i think women want to want to chat a little bit longer mm-hmm. just to and make sure we can get a pretty mm-hmm. good vibe of somebody through through chatting you know even not on the phone but i can tell if a guy is like you know if they, if he can't be patient waiting for me to message back if okay. he keeps like you know, sitting angry messages or something because I didn't respond within an hour or something, you know, like that's a red flag for me. Oh yeah. Get away from him (laughs) completely. What would you say when they asked you for your number? Um, I didn't feel comfortable giving it yet. Okay. Yeah. I I really want to get somebody before, before, you know, giving out that kind of information because you know, there's scammers everywhere. And that's what you would say. (laughs) There's scammers everywhere. Like right in this chat group. Okay, honey, read the room. I'm conning you. Oh, that's amazing. You never know who you're talking to. (laughs) You never, yeah. You never know what kind of psychotic. (laughs) No, um, for, for these, could you get an idea of like how many people worked for a company? Oh gosh, I would, I would guess hundreds. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know, but the only messages were through, um, like Skype, the messaging uh, just for the interviews, and then everything else is email. Wow. So they would send out emails, like mass emails, and I want to say there was like hundreds on the, the recipient list, right? <laughs> they didn't block that. They didn't BCC that. Uh, would you, when, so you had, these were bots, these were online things. And then how was the text messaging one different? Is that an app people downloaded? And it was text um, I think that way? so. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. Or it might be one of those things where, you know, it says uh, 
messaging rates may apply or whatever on the ads. So okay. when you send message, it's like 10 cents a message or something. I'm not, I don't really know. I was not very good at that one at all. <laughs> yeah, say. that feels more, that feels closer to home and I wouldn't be comfortable with it. There's something about a monitor and a computer that feels safer than your cell phone. Well, and it was, it was still, it was through. Like, oh, okay, did, okay. Yeah, RN was through um, a platform on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It was just that you knew that they were receiving a text. It could only be so many characters. That one, you could do shorter texts, um, but I I just didn't really, there was all the, you had all the pictures, but then sometimes they would change and and the notes wouldn't save sometimes. It felt like I was not doing something right on that one. Right, so I would avoid shaky. it. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> yeah. So when you signed up for this company, they gave you multiple platforms. And then when you quit, you could quit all of the platforms at the same time, right? You're just like, you cut yeah. ties with them. And then did you have any sort of like residual, did they want you to work for them again? Or are they just sort of used to like new people coming in and out and stuff like that? I haven't gotten any emails. Like, um, I I didn't even like officially quit. I just stopped mm-hmm. signing up for hours. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think within two weeks, um, I stopped getting emails. So they have lots of people. They're not hunting for more catfishers. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I'm sure like they, they probably go through them so much that they're probably always hiring. Yeah, I bet so. And I bet people are, they get uncomfortable because it, you are doing something that sort of seems fun. It's like when you go to a strip club, you're like, this could be fun. And then you look at that sad lady who's topless and you're like, I must leave right now. <laughs> she is having a bad day and I am now having the worst day of my life and I'm so sorry yeah. I'm here. <laughs> and what can I do? Well, they, do? they ask you straight out. They're like, you, you know, do you understand what this is? Do you have any moral uh, issues with it? You know? Yeah. So how, how do they phrase those questions? Do they use the word catfishing or lying or any or? I don't think scam? they use those words, but I do remember them saying like it was like morally ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I think um, like she was a little bit vague, and I think, and I'm just saying she because she had a woman's name, but who knows? Yeah. We never actually talked anybody. to anybody or saw her, right. but I do remember her asking like. Do you, do you know what this is involving? You know, so those mm-hmm. are terms. Um, so I'm sure if somebody was like, well, not really, then they would probably expand on it. But I, I already knew. So. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. This is so amazing. Now, I'm so curious. This is so random, but I feel like in these notes, so with the guy who says, you know, no anal, doesn't like Vegemite, but it's a secret, like all those things, there's a lot of information about them. I feel like, a catfisher could also then find like their passwords and be a scammer. Like there's a lot, like when you write somebody's notes, like all these histories, I feel like, I don't know, it's talking about his son, his son's international business degree, like all of this stuff where I feel (laughs) like that's a lot of information in the notes tab about someone besides their username, you know, their favorite sex positions. Like there's a lot. And Oh yeah, like people would just be completely open, and of course you don't know if they're actually telling the truth. But a lot of them felt like it, and they would tell you, you know, like their brothers and sisters' names and their dog that died like ten years ago, and all these things that yeah, like you could definitely it. It's pretty obvious how people get catfish for you know thousands of dollars, Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. just from what I was doing because they were giving me all this information and I wasn't trying to like hurt them or, you know, you soliciting drain their much. bank You're account just... like in that way right. or whatnot. But if somebody had malicious intent, it, yeah, it could be really easy. So do you, what were some of the things that like when you started talking to somebody that you knew would get them to keep talking to you besides the, besides the calling out of like, where have you been? I haven't heard from you. Are you safe? Like, were there some things you're like, I know this is like, you know, a, addictive for somebody to keep talking to. Oh, asking me about themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like human suck. We're just like, you want to know about my hobbies? <laughs> I'll tell you everything. Yeah, you had to pretend to be like, oh my gosh, it's so interesting that you're. I love painting more ships. Puddles. Like, I don't know, like, random stuff. You love macrame. That's so unique. 
<laughs> oh my God. That's so, so guys, also, if you're out there on these sites, don't give away too much information or any sort of secrets until really meet that person in person and they give you their yeah. social security number so you can check them out right. and see exactly. if they're a bot. <laughs> and then you could scam them. Yeah. I think, I feel like these websites, you know, the dating websites should be for you to meet somebody because you're too busy to meet them in a different way but then take them into that same environment that you're you normally go out right, to get them on the phone get them in person <laughs> like even if you're you know six feet distance even if you're there with your mace and your pepper spray like whatever you need like to feel comfortable mm-hmm. to go but see the person in person see them face to face before you give away so much information online because people can save those chats yeah but uh it was it was kind of funny because uh you know, I was dating and I would tell guys like, yeah, you know, like that's, I'm a catfish is one of my jobs. And I had one guy, he like immediately started video messaged me on Facebook or video called me on Facebook. Oh, like, yeah. Right after I said that, he wanted to make sure that I was who I said. I, I like was. that. <laughs> He's an honest Dave. I like that. He's like, okay, I'm not playing with this. His name was Abe. <laughs> really? Yeah. There you go. Called so it. So funny. Called him a mile away. Sweet old honest Abe. Yeah. Just wants to find love yeah. through video. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I am so grateful that you shared all of this information with us. It's so nice. There's one more thing I wanted to, to tell you. Um, and it's it's off topic. Two winters ago, I hiked the Appalachian Trail. Um <gasps> over the winter and I yeah. actually went to the Yellow Deli. Yellow Deli? Vermont. <laughs> nah, the cults. How was it? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I mean, I'm sure it's delicious. They they don't let their workers eat oh, anything. Yeah, the, I mean, the food is great, but I actually went to one of their Friday night like meeting things and like really? they all dance and I, I had these wooden spoons that I had gone in Canada that I was carrying with me and so I played the spoons <laughs> it was and so you're much bonding fun. with the cult leaders <laughs> but they were definitely a cult <laughs> yeah they know how to throw a party they're like we love sprouts and dancing get in here exactly bring your spoons and your good energies <laughs> they had an amazing hostel there for you know the hiker hostel uh, stuff. I stayed two nights actually got pretty close to this one woman um she was from germany and uh it was awesome as long as we we stayed off of certain topics i know um i remember at one point somehow like vaccines came up Mm -hmm. and it was like her eyes glazed over (laughs) yeah yeah. going off about how it causes autism and all this stuff i'm like ooh, let's not go there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, culty mommy. I'll go back to another topic, like yeah. <laughs> eating. <laughs> so I thought like for me, it was an interesting experience just because like I've always been fascinated with cults and, yeah. um, you know, they're their own form of scam, obviously. And, yes. and so I just kind of went to see just from, I don't know, like a peripheral kind of place, mm-hmm. but close enough. To just on the edge, just to be able to like, person. yeah, taste it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, taste that weird I bread. See, I can see why people get sucked in. Like, I mean, they they said that they have a lot of hikers that will end up finishing and coming back and living with them. But you wow. get you have to give away everything. You get a whole new name. And they told you that just like in that dancing experience, you learned <laughs> that you have to give away your whole new name. Well, yeah, I mean. You don't have like to. Like Chad. No, but like they want that. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So that's what's so interesting is with these cults, you can go in, you can just have like your kombucha and chat with them. And they're like, oh, and if you want to be a part of it, just throw away all your possessions and lifely dreams. For them, it's not the kombucha. For them, it's all about the mate. Like they Oh, well, that's I love it. It's from Peru. It's really good for yeah. you and kind of gets you a little cracked out, caffeinated. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Like they were all about it like the first thing when you go in they're like would you like a cup of mate (laughs) oh i do love it my friend tiziana from elementary school gave it some me some and i was hooked ever since (laughs) that was my first time having it it was pretty good though (laughs) um yes oh my god that's so crazy well so you're an in-depth scam spondent and we are going to have you back and you are (laughs) part of this scam club and i'm so honored (laughs) that you took the time to talk to us and just loved hearing this story, and I'm sure you have way more things up your sleeve. Yeah, like I'll start writing them down if I remember different. Yeah, things. you're too brilliant not to. You're, you you want to be a part of it. 
I know I have more screenshots of like what I actually like was reporting or whatever. Yes. This is like very quickly trying to find something to send you. Just thank you for being so open and honest with us because we are, but we never expect anybody else to be. Right? Sue and I always are oversharers, but we're like, no one else really. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank until Sue, so I said hi. I will. I will. She will really miss you. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to our amazing guest who was so generous. You didn't have to tell us all those details and she did. I have a bunch of the photos that she shared with me and screenshots to keep her privacy, the people's privacy on my Instagram at Scamwell Podcast and also on Instagram at Katie Brodnick, C-A-I-T-Y-B-R-O-D-N-I-C-K. On Instagram, you guys can, of course, email us, call us, tell us all the things. We hope you enjoyed this. What a ride. And thank you again. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.